Get back in control with Off the Wagon, adventures in emotional eating, health, and weight loss. Each episode containing fork-sized mindset tweaks, perspective shifts, and lifestyle hacks to get you back on the wagon. Whether it's habit change, emotional eating, addictions, weight loss, willpower, or relationships, there's something here for you. So let's get on the wagon and get down the road to your goals with me, Christy R. Hall. Welcome to episode 13, where today we're talking about mindfulness and eating mindfully. When most people think about mindfulness and eating, they think it's about counting the number of times you chew a piece of food. And while I understand the benefit of chewing your food for digestive purposes, if I'm honest, the thought of chewing my food to a complete slurry sort of skews me out. But that's not really what mindfulness is about anyway. It's about awareness, being present, paying attention on purpose. And I want to start by telling you this quick story. Several years ago, my husband and I bought a table. We bought a table because it reminded us of the hobbits from the Shire and the Lord of the Rings movies. Unfortunately, having a table in the dining room wasn't enough to make us use it because the table set there, unused, in the dining room for several years. Then one day it registered, while I was making dinner, that we were eating in front of the television. And I wasn't really enjoying my food. I was eating it so quickly, so distractedly, I hardly realized it was happening. And on top of that, I was adding whatever emotions I experienced due to the show we were watching to my eating experience, which wasn't that beneficial most of the time. So the next night I suggested, why don't we sit at the table? And so we started eating our meals at the dinner table and having a conversation and talking about our days. And believe it or not, our relationship improved. But not just that, our eating habits improved. It was easier for me to touch in and check in with my body without the distraction of the TV. I could determine, was I still hungry? Was I done? And at that point, it became more and more likely For me to leave food on my plate because I realized I was no longer hungry. Or more surprisingly, that I just didn't want any more of it. And so that practice has been very beneficial for us. But the truth is, most weekdays I'm actually by myself for lunch. And so my tendency has been to make my lunch and sit in front of the computer and eat it. Well, that's not exactly mindful, is it? You don't have to sit at a table simply because you're with someone else or you have company. Sitting at a table is a great way to get mindful about your food. It helps you to stay present and focus on the flavors and the textures, which overall leads to a more satisfying experience. And the proof is in the pudding, so to speak. Recently, I had an extremely busy day. I was rushing around trying to get things done and I hadn't eaten. In my rush, I chose a meal replacement protein bar to have as my lunch. Normally, I would have just eaten the bar while I was doing something else, like working on social media, checking in with clients, writing emails, whatever. But that day, I made the conscious choice to take my bar out of its wrapper, cut it up into bite-sized pieces, and put it in a bowl. 
Then I sat at our cozy hobbit-sized table and ate the pieces of my bar. What this did was give me the opportunity to really taste the bar and decide whether or not I really liked it. Did I like the texture? Did I like the flavor? I found myself pondering things like whether or not the bar actually tasted like the flavor listed on the label. And as a side note here, most bars I've found don't really taste like what they're claiming to be tasting like. Most birthday cake flavored bars don't really taste like birthday cake. Most blueberry cobbler flavored bars don't taste like blueberry cobbler. But eating the bar in this way gave me an opportunity. And instead of scarfing it down in a few bites, I found that I took even smaller bites of the bar. Instead of eating an entire protein bar in five or six bites, it took more like 16 or 20 bites. It was a whole new experience for me. While mindful eating can help you get in touch with your body and your food, mindfulness may also affect your weight. Studies have shown that those who use mind-body practices like mindfulness have a tendency to have lower body mass indexes. Why is this? How can this be? One way mindfulness is linked with lower weight is due to stress reduction. Mindfulness can reduce stress-related and emotional overeating. It can also help reduce cravings and binge eating, which is really important. Another way that it can help with weight issues is through the idea and the concept of mindful eating. Mindful eating is a non-judgmental awareness of the physical and emotional sensations associated with food and eating. It's the practice of being more aware of your food and the process. It's listening more deeply to how hungry and how full you actually are. It's not allowing yourself to be distracted with other things while you're eating, like TV or your phone or Pinterest (laughs) or whatever it is you might be doing while you eat. People who practice mindfulness inadvertently have smaller serving sizes of super energy dense foods. And what this means is is that mindfulness may be a good way to reduce your junk food intake without actually trying to just cut it out completely. But what's more, if you have paid attention to what's going on in your body, you probably realize that stress affects your digestion. Heartburn, gas, indigestion can all be caused by eating under stress. And recent studies show a link between stress, stress hormones, and changes in the gut biome, which is the microbes and bacteria and, you know, all the little uh, critters that live inside your guts and help you with digestion. In theory, mindful-based stress reduction could be a way to help prevent negative changes to your gut when dealing with stressful situations. It's also really interesting to me. Um, I had to do some research for a client who has IBS, and it seems that irritable bowel syndrome also seems to be linked with stress and problems in the gut and the gut microbiome. In one study, people with IBS who received mindfulness training showed greater reduction of symptoms 
than those who received standard medical care. And so I know you're thinking, great, Christy, what are some small steps? How can I do this starting today? And so I want to provide you with a couple of ideas that you can start integrating today. And then I want to give you your mission. So here are just a few simple tips that can help you be mindful when you eat and wherever you eat. Do the best that you can to eat in a peaceful, relaxed setting without any distractions. Try to sit down when you eat. When you do eat, focus on eating and the enjoyment of your food. Eat slowly so that you can savor each bite. Take a deep breath. Even set your fork or spoon down between bites. Take an opportunity to laugh and connect with others and enjoy the meal with the people around you if you're eating with others. And do the best that you can to try and eat two out of three meals every day at home. The reason why I suggest this is eating out or eating at your desk during lunch or in between meetings while you're still, you know, wrapped up in what's going on around you is going to leave you feeling rushed and stressed. And not only will you have a tendency to make unhealthy eating choices, but you'll eat faster and you'll have a hard time staying connected to your body. And I understand that coming home after a busy day of work, you'll be feeling tired and hungry. You may not have made plans for dinner. It's going to be super easy to end up on the couch in front of Hulu or Netflix or YouTube mindlessly eating or going out for takeout or having takeout delivered pizza. Um, but to support yourself in becoming more mindful when you eat, Set aside some time in your schedule to plan your meals for the next couple of days or weeks. Consider using some batch cooking on the weekend to try and help with those time-crunched days and evenings during the week. Another way that you can help yourself be mindful is to always check in with yourself before you eat. You can use the hunger fullness scale to make a mental note of where you are. There are lots of versions of this online and you can download any one of them, but I will make one available on my website at christyrhall.com forward slash episode 13. I also find it useful to write down how I'm feeling and what's going on in a food diary. I have a page that I've made in Word that I will also make available to you. What's special about this diary page is that it has the hunger scale built in along with some helpful feeling words at the bottom in case you need help determining how you feel. Getting clear on your whens and whys of eating is a big part of emotional eating mastery. Your assignment today, should you choose to accept it, is to download the Hunger Fullness Scale and the Food Diary, or make one of your own. Print out enough pages for one week to start, and then set the intention to fill it out before and after each meal or snack. And see if you can start integrating some of these other mindfulness tips into your regimen. Next week, we'll go over how to make sense out of the information that you collect in your food diary. And I'm super excited to be sharing that with you. I hope this has been helpful for you this week. If you have any questions or concerns, or just want to talk to me about 
your mindfulness techniques? I'd love to hear them. Be sure to reach out to me on my website, www.christyrhall.com or on Facebook. Thanks, and I'll talk to you guys soon.